0: Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Dory and Carla Wehrman.
1: The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the first Sunday of Lent A reading from the book of Deuteronomy Moses spoke to the people, saying, The priest shall receive the basket from you, and shall set it in front of the altar of the Lord, your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord, your God. My father was a wandering Armenian who went down to Egypt with a small household and lived there as an alien. But there he became a nation, great, strong, and numerous. When the Egyptians maltreated and oppressed us, imposing hard labor upon us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and he heard our cry and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. He brought us out of Egypt with his strong hand and outstretched arm, with terrifying power, with signs of wonder, and bringing us into this country. He gave us this land flowing with milk and honey. Therefore, I have now brought you the first fruits of the products of the soil which you, O Lord, have given me. And having set them before the Lord your God, you shall bow down in his presence. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. The response psalm. Be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble.
1: Be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble.
0: You who dwell in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, say to the Lord, My refuge and fortress. My God, in whom I trust.
1: Be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble.
0: No evil shall befall you, nor affliction come near your tent. For to his angels he has given command about you, that they will guard you in all your ways.
1: Be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble.
0: Upon their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the asp and the viper. You shall trample down the lion and the dragon.
1: Be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble.
0: Because he clings to me, I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he acknowledges my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in distress. I will deliver him and glorify him.
1: Be with me, Lord, when I am in trouble. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, what does Scripture say? The word is near you. In your mouth and in your heart, that is, the word of faith that we preach. For if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and so is justified, and one confesses with the mouth and so is saved. For the scripture says, No one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all, enriching all who call upon him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for forty days to be tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and when they were over, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then he took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a single instant. The devil said to him, I shall give you all this power and glory, for it has been handed over to me, and I may give it to whomever I wish. All this will be yours if you worship me. Jesus said to him in reply, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem, made him stand on the parapet of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to guard you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him in reply, It also says, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every temptation, he departed from him for a time. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Kevin, here we are kicking off the month of March with the first Sunday of Lent.
0: Wow. (laughs) And I
1: want to talk a little bit about the word Lent. It is derived from the Anglo-Saxon word lengthen, which means to lengthen. And that's what's happening to our daylight hours, if you've noticed. The days are becoming longer as we're moving into spring. And this year, the first day of spring will be March the 20th.
0: Ah, very nice. It'll be nice to have springtime with us, son. Yes. And, And yeah, let's spend just a minute talking about maybe some... Lenten practices of course we had ash Wednesday and people abstained and fasted so abstaining not eating meat and that was something that we'll do every Friday uh, during Lent Uh, the fasting uh, if your age is between 14 and 60 uh, unless there's some extenuating circumstances we ask that you basically limit your uh, intake into about kind of one full meal And, and remember the reason for this is not um you know, to lose weight or something like that, right? The idea is to become closer to God, to simplify our lives. You know, that's that's the whole purpose of this Lent is become stronger in our faith and stronger in our love for Christ. And, you know, I, I have also, um, you know, thought about some Lenten practices and every once in a while I think about, hey, I'm going to do something extra this Lent. And and instead of instead of sacrificing, I'm going to do something extra. And, and while I think that's very good, you know, I've thought about that for a while now and I, I really like the, Idea, or I think it's very important for us to sacrifice, to give up something. I think it's different than actually adding something to our uh, to our Lenten practices, because that is something when we sacrifice, we have to experience a loss, you know, a temporary loss. And so I think that that would be something that would be important. Is if you are going to add something, please also sacrifice something as well.
1: And you were also um, mentioning earlier, Kevin, about um, how the mass is going to be changing for Lent.
0: That's right. Yeah. So we do not sing the Gloria. Uh, during Lent, and we also don't say the word Alleluia, do we? Right. Go. And, it,
1: and it, we read this interesting thing and talked about how we're fasting from the word Alleluia because the word Alleluia is giving praise to God, praise to Yahweh, it's from a Hebrew word. And um so, by not saying that word, it really brings our focus more to the kingdom as it's coming, rather than kingdom of Ham. Uh. It just changes. It doesn't change reality. It just changes a Lenten focus. Yeah,
0: beautiful. So we do hope that everyone can really embrace a Lenten sacrifice and certainly make this journey that this year uh, meaningful to them and bring them closer to our Lord. I mean that's what it's about. I'm <laughs> making saints. <laughs> having,
1: having a happy Holy Lent.
0: That's yes. right. Well, let's go ahead and into the reading here. This is uh, from the book of Deuteronomy. Um, Moses in this reading was recalling Israel's history. Uh, this is really a story of a man's response to God, whom then God blesses and built into a nation. Um, Of course, you know, from Abraham on and then also a nation whom God delivered from oppression and blessed abundantly. What a beautiful way to kind of stage and set the uh, set the stage for this reading.
1: You know what else, Kevin? This was the first time since Noah, since the great flood, that God had manifested himself to his people. So this was, you know, re- revisited his people. This was kind of a big deal. And the story of Abraham and his journey is a remarkable one. And there's a film I'd like to recommend. It's by Stephen Ray, and it's called Footprints of God. And that film is available on on the Formed website, Formed, F-O-R-M-E-D. Most parishes have a subscription to that channel, and all parishioners are free to use it. Anyway, this is a great season of Lent to invest some time and learn a little bit more about the story of our father, Abraham. Anyway, back to the reading. So so Moses then fast-forwards to the plight of the Israelites in the land of Egypt, which they had left, what, some 40 years earlier, and they now find themselves at the threshold of the promised land a land flowing of milk and honey
0: yeah i see two beautiful saving actions that god brings up in this in these readings where there was affliction and oppression there's now deliverance from egypt Uh, where there was wandering in the desert as you bring up now they've entered the promised land that land flowing with milk and honey what a beautiful saving action that god brings and the blessings he gives us and remember in terms of blessings he gives us it says here at the bottom Therefore, I have now brought you the first fruits of the product of the soil. Remember, God only asks for a portion back of what he has given to you. And so during this Lent, please reflect on that and see how we can also be more generous with our time and talent and our treasure, not only to our our church, but also to our fellow neighbor. So a beautiful way to uh, kind of start a Lenten journey here with Deuteronomy. Um, We'll go move to the second reading. This is from chapter 10 of Romans. And it talks to, uh, or the chapter talks to Israel's infidelity. It says some beautiful things here in the scripture, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and there's one, one, one sentence I want to point out. It's uh, where St. Paul tells us, the word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. He's pointing out that we need to come to know God and to be brought to salvation. And that, everything that we need for that is already at hand. So basically there are no excuses no one can claim that the goals were out of reach and unattainable. God meets us right where we are. And Jesus spent his three years of public ministry making a point of that. He went out to the highways and the byways searching for those who were enslaved by sin, wanting to bring the good news of salvation to everyone. And there are those who tell themselves that God just isn't for me, you know? They're, they're sort of stuck in their ways and they can't change. When the reality is They don't want to change. It's not that salvation is out of reach or unattainable, but rather that salvation is something they just don't want.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they're kind of trying to exclude themselves. Oh, hey, this is just too hard, as you mentioned. Um, Sometimes, and I want to bring this up um, because this sometimes is a very difficult reading Uh, Especially with any of our brothers and sisters who are very literalist or, or maybe very fundamentalist, because this brings up the issue with it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. Well, if you take that very literally, then what that brings up the problem is that, well, wait a second, if you either don't or can't confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you'll not be saved well, wait a second, what about the mute or the mentally disabled or any of the babies perhaps that might unfortunately pass away early? So I think I'd like to ask folks when they do this to read, go back to catechism paragraphs about 115 through 117 and and note that there are obviously literal senses that scriptures convey. And I think all senses of scripture are, are ultimately originally based on the literal. But there are spiritual senses as well. And I want to ask you to kind of look through that. There's often spiritual senses of a symbolic narrative or things that are right and wrong or leading to an internal significance. Um, There's a medieval uh, little poem that says, the letter speaks to the deeds, allegory to faith, the moral, how to act, and anagogy, our destiny. So that's in paragraphs 115 to 117. So make sure that we really understand the sense of scripture in which it's intended to be well finishing up with the gospel today we see three temptations and i would say each one becomes stronger and more appealing from a worldly point of view where the devil tempts christ we see that bodily need we see power and glory if that can't sway someone hey what about the avoiding of pain and hardship no suffering Every time the devil ups his ante against Christ, but again, Christ has always the answer, doesn't he?
1: Yes, he does. And Jesus's temptation, this happened in his truly human state, and it was very real. The temptations that Jesus struggled with were more powerful than any temptation than you and I will ever face in our lifetime. And he overcame these powerful temptations in a truly human way. He was prepared through prayer and fasting that 40 days he'd spent in the desert, and his ability to resist those great temptations to sin came from his deep desire to do what was right and pleasing to God the Father. His desire to serve the Father was greater than his desire to serve himself, and he overcame temptation by surrendering his will to the will of his Father. We can learn so much from our Lord's victory. One thing should become obvious. We cannot overcome temptation by simply relying on our own willpower. Our willpower can sustain us for only a limited time and we will eventually fail. It is in surrendering our will to the will of God that we will find victory. It's a surrender of this will, the acknowledgement of our own weaknesses and our great dependence on God in that, that is how we will persevere. And it's important to practice with daily acts of surrender. It can be just little things where we surrender what we want, something, and maybe in in place of something that's more noble that God would want for us. We must learn how to surrender our will to the will of God and how to desire God's will more than our own. Amen. Amen.
0: You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I, radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app.